Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That Episode. I'm Trev. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 11 of Sex and the City, titled Running With Scissors, which aired on August 20th, 2000. And this is one of... This is your first pick. Yeah. This is my top favorite episode. This is my number one Sex and the City episode. This episode is so stacked. It has so many fucking good moments. It has amazing sex-positive conversations. It has flirtiness it has carrie in her like cheater era and like just the height of her drama in her relationship with aiden and her relationship with big it's so it's good just such a good fucking episode it's, like, it's just, bonkers how good it is it is literally so good i was watching it um and tony came in at the last scene oh my god and i was like i almost i was like i almost can't watch it it, it's so cringe. It, it's one of the most cringiest, hardest moments of TV history to ever watch. It's so, it's, oh, uh, and we'll get to it, obviously. I scream. Every time I watch it, I literally scream out loud. It's so tense. It feels like a horror movie. It does. It really does. It is horrifying to oh see her God. do that. It's so upsetting. I I just, but this episode is so good. I was, I'm yeah. so glad you picked this one. Yeah. My all-time favorite episode. It's Perfect a- episode title, too. Running with scissors. Yeah. Because that's what this is like. Like, remember last week, we were talking a little bit about how I was saying how Miranda and Carrie's relationship is so complex. Yes. And how the first person Carrie tells about the affair is Samantha. Yes. And she knows she can't tell Charlotte, Charlotte because she's, like, in marriage land and, like, the most like devout bride ever to be born. But the reason she can't tell Miranda is because she knows Miranda is going to fucking freak out and judge her for it. Yeah. But this is the episode where she finally does tell Miranda. And that to me, I have so many notes on that section of the episode because it just, it highlights what I was saying last week. But anyway, I really love that scene. Uh, We'll get to it once we start like going scene by scene, but just, I love how different, each friend reacts. Yep. So, like, Samantha's obviously going to be the most down. She's going to be the least judgmental. Samantha barely cared. And Carrie was like, aren't you going to judge me even a little? And she's like, that's not my style. Yeah, she's just like, it isn't. She's the she's the one that's going to give you the most room for mistakes. And and Carrie even asked her, like, God, why does how does something so bad feel so good? And Samantha's like, honey, it always does. Yeah. She's the most real with... I mean, they're all real with her in very different ways and in ways that yep. she needs. Yep. I think if you're looking at them just as is, it's so surprising how level-headed Miranda reacts. That is not what Carrie was expecting no. at all. You expect Miranda to act like... To, like, blow up at her. Carrie, what were you thinking? Yeah. Why weren't you... Like, did something you use your head? Something... Yeah. A lot of... A lot of reaction. Where, like, Charlotte, we know, isn't going to be, like... She's going to feel a certain type of way, but she's not going to... She's going to hide how she feels, She's honestly. Yeah, she's going to be it more cordial about it. just wasn't appropriate for her to react in front of Big. It wasn't appropriate for her to, like, explode at Carrie in the middle of the street. Yeah. She's the person who's going to hold it in. And then later on, when you guys are together in her apartment, she's going to... She's going to be honest with you. And I'm glad... Yeah. Like, I think that Charlotte scene is my favorite scene in the episode. Mine is... Yeah, honestly, that scene is really good, but I also really love the um, the end scene. Yeah. The hard the hard to watch scene. Oh. That's it's so probably, good, though. But, yeah, I just, like... It's one of the like, best moments. It's so iconic. There's so many iconic moments. Like, the Samantha trying to go through her sexual partners and saying, I'm counting. Yes. Uh, the sandwich guy. We yeah. meet Anthony for the first time. First meeting Anthony. You know what I really also, the scene that I love, like I shouldn't love it, but I do. The scene right before he leaves the apartment and he's like, give me the fucking phone. I'm going to call her right now. And she's like, no, don't. And he's like, what? You don't want me to call because you're still in love with that other guy. And she's like, 
Oh my god. No, we need to jump into this episode. Yeah, let's we need just to jump go, into the episode. Go. Okay, okay. So we open on him eating a we open on Big eating a strawberry at this bougie ass hotel. So their fare starts off luxurious, decadent, high end. Like she's pretending to be like an escort that's come to meet him. Like it's all so sultry and toxic and just like decadent. And very like horny. Yeah, it's so horny. There's like it's sexy. It's still romantic. Yeah. So it's understandable that they they're riding that high. Yeah. They're like still in that like, ooh, it feels so forbidden and good. Yeah. And then they downgrade it a little bit. Like the next hotel, she shows up and she's just kind of wearing a dress. And she's like, you can't just keep changing the time, you know, because I have a fucking life. And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, but let's get the show on the road. I only have 45 minutes before I have to get back to work. It's like, okay, so they're kind of treating it like they're back in a relationship a little bit. Like at this point, yeah. it's becoming kind of a chore. Like, oh, God. Business like, as usual. Business as usual sort of thing. And then they downgrade to a fucking motel, like a seedy looking hotel. Rent by the She's hour. She's smoking a cigarette. He's he's eating a cheese cracker in bed. Like they they look really sexy. Yes. Like they look tussled. They look undone. They look sweaty. They look Terry ordinary. Terry looks especially sexy in this episode. Yeah, she does. Especially the scene of her in the white tank top and the men's underwear. Oh. Oh my god. If I could wear that outfit in public. Unreal. You would look so, so hot perfect. in that. She looks literally perfect. Honestly, you would look good in all of her wardrobe. Thank you. I, that is one of the highest compliments I could have been ever paid. Yeah, I just think you have like, you have the essence. I definitely, I definitely like some of her outfits in this episode particularly. The like... like the flippy dress that she wears when she comes outside from the hotel and bumps into oh Charlotte. Oh my god! I think that's my one god. of my favorite looks she's ever had. Like her hair Me is too. so perfect. The glasses. Her hair is perfect in this episode. Yeah. That's what's making it all. The yes. curly hair of it all is definitely making it. It's and also she's perfection. smoking cigarettes again. Yeah. The, okay. Secretly, the scene where she looks the best is when she's on the phone with Miranda, smoking out the window. Yes. And she just looks so casual and like her skin is perfect. Her hair is perfect. She's like radiating yeah. in this episode. I, I I honestly think like maybe she got a tan or something. Carrie looks she the best when she's good. making bad decisions. Oh, God. That's sad. It's true, though. So Big like gets annoyed. She's like, oh, it's so hot in this hotel. Like, I can't breathe. And yeah. he's like, you're the one who chose it. And she's like, well, I chose it because we're on 56th and 8th and nobody knows us here. Yeah. And it's also like New York in the summer. Yeah, and he's like, I don't give a fuck who sees us. And she's like, yes, you do. He's such a man. Yeah, he's so annoying in this moment. And it's like, Carrie, what are you doing? Like, I, it's just like, I, the whole episode is me, like, I mean, the whole episode watching it, I just don't understand what she's doing. Me either. And, okay, he's, he... He's like, why don't you just go and talk to your boyfriend about it or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't talk to me that way. And it's like, she's right because he's being toxic and he's being a jackass. But yeah. at the same time, why the fuck would she do this? Because like, he's what the is... same person. He hasn't changed at exactly. all. Exactly. And he's even worse now because now she knows he's the kind of guy that would cheat on Natasha, which means really he's the kind of guy that would cheat on anyone. Which is also like, it hasn't he admitted that he cheated on his exes? Like his yeah, other ex-wife he... too? Yeah. He's a cheater. And so, like, I just don't understand how she could want him more now. Yes, it doesn't make sense. He's just, like, nothing he's bringing to the table is, like, worth this. I agree. He's not sexy enough or, like, I just don't get it. I don't understand her attraction to him. It's almost like she is, like, hypnotized. It's, like, self-harming. Yeah. Like, she knows that it's bad for her, but she doesn't care. Or, like... Which, I mean, I get who hasn't been there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard, It's so hard to, like, be on her side in this episode. Yeah, it is. Because, like, we don't see what she sees in him. At all. You know what I mean? Like, to us, we, we see him as just, like, this normal, ordinary, maybe even less than ordinary. Like, I think he's a scumbag. Yeah, I agree. I just have never... I, like she's ruining her life for a scumbag. I don't get it at all. I just don't find Big attractive in any sort of way. Me either. Nothing he's bringing to the table. Nothing. So then it cuts over to Miranda. Carrie's at the bar with Miranda. And she's like, listen to her explanation with Miranda. This is what I was getting at last week. 
She says, I have something to tell you and you're not going to like it. And believe me, I would rather tell anyone but you. And I believe and she her. already has. She's told Samantha first. But I have to. And, and Miranda goes, okay. And she goes, because I need your help. And remember last week when I said it was almost kind of like motherly, the relationship yes. that Miranda and Carrie have? Because like Carrie often asks Miranda permission to do something or like tells Miranda when she's about to do something bad, almost hoping Miranda will stop her. Yes, 100%. This is like a perfect, perfect example of it because it's like she's like a guilty child. She's like, yes, she knows what she's I'm doing is with bad Big again. and she mm-hmm. needs someone to slap her on the wrist. She goes, I'm having an affair with Big. And and Miranda goes, I swear to God, I think my heart stopped. And she goes, also, I'm smoking again. I'm smoking and I'm sleeping with Big, so feel free to delete me out of your Palm Pilot. And it's like, she knows and has come to expect Miranda's judgment and relies on that to snap her out of her worst behavior. She also can't tell Charlotte because she knows that Charlotte's going to be judgmental of her but not say anything, where Miranda's not going to be judgmental of her but she's going to give her her honest opinion. Like, Charlotte's not going to hurt her feelings where Miranda's going to hurt her feelings. Exactly. And she needs that. She does. She needs somebody to snap her out of it. And she even says that. She goes, I'm in the middle of this and I can't see, so I need you to yank me out of it. Which I get. I mean, like, again, I totally understand. Like, when you're in the middle of something, it's so hard to, like, to see see the forest for the trees, you know? Yep. She's so wrapped up and she's thinking about how this is going to hurt Aiden and Big and Natasha and all this, but she can't stop herself. It's like, it's like an addiction. She, honestly, she is. She is a little addicted to it. Yeah. And the the whole cigarette allegory is like the perfect. 100%. Like, not only is she like, okay, let's just talk about cigarettes and Big and smoking and Big, right? They're tied to him. They're so tied to him. And she even says that. And I think it's just literally become like a symbol at this point. When she smokes, she's with Big. And when she's with Big, she's harming herself. Yeah. And when she's with Aiden, she's not smoking for the most part. He tries to get her to stop, meaning he's trying to heal her. He's trying to make her better and trying yeah, to... Yeah, he's expecting more, like, something else out of her. Yeah, yes and no. But not in, in a, a bad way. way. It's not in a, in a bad way at all. He, like, I think wants he's just, her he, to do better yeah, for herself, to if protect anything. Her. Yeah, and he loves her and he wants her to heal, right? Yes. And so she stops smoking. Immediately she goes back to big. Immediately she starts smoking again. And that's why in this conversation with Miranda, she goes, not only am I sleeping with big, I'm smoking again. Like she knows, she knows that there's things. a correlation here. Yeah, there's they're bad. They're both bad for her. And she wants to stop both of these behaviors. <sighs> and so she goes, so Miranda goes, what about Aiden? And it's like, yes, exactly. What about Aiden? Finally, someone's asking the right question. <laughs> Exactly. And this is one of the few moments where I really agree with Miranda's um, approach because she's like, Carrie's like, I just don't know, like, what does it all mean and everything? Does he only want me because he can't have me? And Miranda's literally like point blank. Yes. And it's yeah, she's so right. She's so right. I have an ex who used to be like this. The minute I was happy with somebody else or just on my own, she came running back every time. Everybody has it's an like ex she like couldn't. That. She couldn't bear to see me be happy without her in my life. And it made her want me back. Because I think she realized like what she was missing in a way. Yeah, and it, but it's also like... Well, I won't pretend to know why the fuck they do that, actually. If my ex is listening, don't reach out to me and tell me why. But I think a lot do of it... Do not reach out. <laughs> I think a lot of it, and that type, of, that type of person, especially like looking at someone like Big, he's so unhappy with his life. Mm. where at least if he and Carrie are doing this thing, they can be unhappy together. God. He, like, if he, if she's, if he's unhappy, she needs to be unhappy too, almost. So it's a, it's a mutually assured destruction. He wants her, yeah, misery loves company. And I think also he, I think he thinks if, if he can't have her, nobody else should either. Yeah. And I think that's why, he wants her all to himself in a way. He has but he this doesn't ins- want to actually commit to her. So that's yeah, why he, he only wants her to be at his beck and call. He doesn't want to actually yeah. be with her. He just wants the option right. for when he's bored or he needs someone to like make him feel good. He wants her all the way, but he doesn't want the commitment that it's going to take from him. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like he wants her to be there for him 100%, but he doesn't want to have to be there for her 100%. And I would say Carrie's insecure enough to feed into that in a way that like it doesn't seem like Natasha is. Yeah. 
Natasha doesn't seem insecure. She feels she her character. She feels incredibly sure of herself. Right, like she went to the Hamptons by herself. She's she's very like, she's not the kind of person who's gonna like bend over backwards. No, and she and her her pedigree is so different from Carrie, where it's like N- Natasha comes from money. She's very waspy. She's a yuppie. She's like she's of a different world that Carrie isn't, which is why it's like Carrie is. Carrie is the dirty other woman who she's, would yeah, she's fuck the, around with her ex-boyfriend and she, have and have sex with him even though he's married. She's not the girl you marry. Yeah. Ooh. And she's not the girl you introduce to your mom on church Sunday. Exactly. And that has been that is Carrie's entire identity in her relationship with Big. From the beginning, she feels like a secret. The episode that they go to the rest the Szechuan restaurant and she thinks mm. he's a secret. He doesn't introduce himself or her uh, her to his mom. He never wants to commit to marrying her. But the minute he finds this young, waspy, uh, affluent white woman, he's ready to marry her and be with her after three months. Because she's, like she's the, the girl you marry. Wife. Charlotte yep. is the girl you marry. Exactly. Yep. And I think... And that's why... Remember last week I literally said he wants he wants to marry Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. Remember last week when I said that? Yeah, that's and what we so think of now it. You're, I, I just feel like, yes, I think... And it also makes so much sense that in this episode, Carrie would be like... I can't tell Charlotte and Charlotte finds out. And of course she makes it all about you're the other woman. I mean, you're my maid of honor. How could you do something like this? What would you do if somebody did something like this to me? And it's perfect because she's literally tying herself to Natasha. Like, But it's also when, when you see someone being harmed or hurting themselves or whatever, and they're treating themselves like that, you almost have to pull them out of it by being like, how would you feel if someone did that to me? You care so much about me. But and you would never let someone do that to me. So why is it okay if it's happening to you? And I think that's kind of Charlotte's idea. Obviously, she's also being selfish because it's crazy, and like naturally you're gonna be. But I think that's where a lot of it is coming from. Where it's like Carrie's so distressed and so upended by this affair, but she can't stop herself. And her friends are like, "What?" Like in the scene with Miranda, Miranda literally says. Oh God! What does she say? Uh, she goes like, "You need to stop." You she's just like, need to "But stop, what okay? do you?" She says, "Like, what do you want?" That's literally what she says. She's like, "What do you want? Do that." It's not about what Big wants. It's not about what Aiden wants. Obviously, you don't think you and Big doing this is a good idea, so you need to take the steps to stop. And she can't do that. And event, and unfortunately, it ends bad. She hits rock bottom. That's the only yes. way for her to get yeah. out of it. Sometimes that is the only yeah. way. Sometimes rock bottom is the only way. It's a one-two punch of Charlotte finding out and then Natasha. Natasha is the ultimate. The two people she doesn't want. She's more nervous about Charlotte finding out than she is about Aiden finding out. Yeah. Okay. So moving forward, Miranda's like, he only wants you because he can't have you. Exactly. Um, and she's like, you just need to stop, okay? And then Carrie's like, okay, I am. I'm stopping. But she literally doesn't stop for like until the very end of the episode. Yeah. And she ends up marrying him in the future. So she never really stops. So him. stupid. Um, so then we cut over to Samantha and she's at a bar and, um, she meets the male Samantha and honestly, I'm not going to lie. He's hot. He's so hot. And he gets hotter. He even gets hotter and they start, they speak in sync. Yeah. They're both like my places. And then they start laughing because like they've done the routine so many times. He's like, we know the same people. We go to the same places. We could go out for dinner. Do you want to fuck? She's met her match. (laughs) Honestly, I wish this is something that we saw fleshed out more which i guess we kind of do with is it richard that she dates eventually who's kind of like a womanizer in the same way sam is like a a slut quote unquote but he's like no sam does it ethically though he cheats on her no i agree i think it would have been more interesting if we see sam date someone like this guy yeah i mean if this show was made now in the way it was then we would see sam date this guy and they would have an open relationship for sure. And that would be so much more interesting than what the relationship Samantha does get. I agree. But yeah, he's hot. He's hot. So she goes back to his place and they're about to go on a sex swing. Oh. But then he's like, when was the last time you got tested for HIV? And she's like, never, basically. Yeah. And like this conversation is so important and like really important. It's really impressive too. It is. Like, this is happening in the, in the 2000s. And he's like, anybody who has as much sex as us needs to be tested. And there's no shame. 
None at all. And he still tries to keep it sexy. Yeah. Like he, it's not like he like sits her down and like looks into her eyes and is like, he doesn't lecture pull out her. your paperwork. Right. He doesn't lecture her. He keeps it sexy. He keeps it lighthearted. And he's just like, look, I really want to fuck you. I think you're really hot, but you need to get tested and we're not having sex until you do, basically. And I, but not in those words. Yeah, but, but more or less. And I also think it's important that, one, she doesn't feel embarrassed or demeaned or anything by his questions. If anything, she's just nervous. Which is reasonable. Also... And not only that, but, like, he makes it optional. Yes. He's not like, like, we're going to do it now. He's like, if you want to have sex with me, this is what I need. Which, he sets clear boundaries with her. Yeah. And it's amazing that he, like, the man is the one... Bringing it up. Bringing up this aspect of sexual health, especially at this time frame where, like, straight men... I mean, even in the early 2000s, straight men were not aware of this. They thought, like, people still thought... Only gay people could get HIV and AIDS. So for a straight man to be bringing this to this incredibly sexually positive, uh, sex positive woman, it's amazing. This this whole storyline is incredible. This entire storyline had me like Im- so impressed yes. with the writing on this show. This was an amazing moment. This is such a, an important moment. I love it so much. Um, and it's good that a sh- uh, for the women who were watching this at the time... So good for them. To be educated in this way and see straight relationships dealing with this type of thing. Yeah. And it's just... The show is so good. It was talked about so frankly. And like how it goes throughout the whole episode. It's just... It's really impressive. And it made me really appreciate this episode even more. Me too. Because I forgot about this part. Yeah. This is one of my favorite moments in the episode for sure. Um, okay, so then we move over to breakfast. And and Charlotte's all worked up about her wedding dress. She's on a tear. She's on a tear here. And Samantha always is the one that drops these bombs in the middle of breakfast. And Charlotte is always the one who gets annoyed by it. (laughs) Like, they're polar opposites. They're literally polar opposites. Charlotte could not be more stuck up and, like, anal about stuff. And then Samantha could not be more, like, easygoing. Imagine a man trying to have that conversation with Charlotte. I can't can't even picture it. It would never have. It would have short-circuited her brain. And especially, she would have probably fainted. She's in the middle of a tear about all of the wedding dresses and things like that. And Samantha's just not having it. I mean, I was on Samantha's side of this. Me Charlotte too. needed to shut up. She was fucking annoying me. She was annoying. This moment. She's like, Samantha asks good questions. She's going to her support system of like, okay, have you guys dealt with this? Mm-hmm. Carrie and Miranda are both very honest with her. And they're also a little shocked by the fact that she hasn't. They assume yeah, that she had. Which is, I mean, all all intents and purposes, Samantha, it would make sense that she had. But, like, especially... Like they probably would have gone to her with this question. 100%. They didn't know that she hadn't been tested. It's also, like, as someone, like, as a gay man who has had a lot of sex, that first test is really scary. Especially at the beginning. When you're learning right. about your sexual health and everything like that. I mean, like... Getting tested in general is a scary thing just because... It is scary. It is it, scary because you're like, who knows? Even if you have nothing going on, it's still scary. Even yeah. having something that's treatable is still scary. You still have to kind of deal with it. For At this point in 2000, it was terrifying. It was more... It wasn't a... It was a death sentence Because at that time, it was a death sentence. Yeah. And it's like... It's one of those things where so many people were... Felt like there was also a huge stigma yeah. around talking about it, and like just even the idea of like just like even just talking about it, especially for straight people, people and straight women, yeah, because it's like they're underserved, people assume that they can't get it, and you're having this whole there's so many people who would go through life and be like, Well, if I don't know, I don't have it, it's almost better not knowing for sure. Oh my god, which is, is so scary, but I mean, given the circumstances, you can't even blame people. So then for Miranda and Carrie to be like, well, yeah, of course, we've had, I've had two tests. She's had three tests. It's scary. It's nerve wracking. You feel bad for people who are, you're there and they get the bad news. You know, it's still, they're honest with her in a way that doesn't, they're not trying to make her be more scared or anything, but they're being realistic. Yeah. And they also don't demonize or stigmatize no. HIV. They just say like I feel really bad for yeah. I've seen somebody get pulled back and get the bad news and you know it's really hard to watch that but you have to do it. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to be doing this, if you're going to be with people, you need to be smart about it. And they don't make her feel guilty no. for her sexual activity or they make her feel guilty her. for not having not been having tested. Gu- yep. It's not yep. what they were expecting, but I especially think 
with like sexual health and like STD testing and STIs and all this stuff. Guilt associated with getting tested is so prevalent. So it's good that they weren't like making her feel worse for not having been tested. She was already kind of embarrassed. Yeah. When she talked to him about it. So it's like. Yeah. She knew her girls weren't going to judge. Yeah, of course. Which is the same reason that Carrie tells Samantha about the big affair. And the same reason she doesn't tell Charlotte. Because Charlotte reacts. And Charlotte is so fucking annoying too. She's the only one here who is literally like, Samantha, we're looking at wedding dresses. Can you not talk about AIDS right now? Like she is the least supportive in this moment. All she cares about is herself. It, it was just annoying me. Yeah, to the that extent Charlotte of, like, was really annoying. I was wondering, like, I do not understand brides who go nuts like this. It just is no, so not me never. at all. I could n- like. I can never I, be involved in someone's wedding if they acted like this. I have preferences and ideas for my wedding, but I'm never going to be the kind of person who's like, shut up about your thing and make it all about me. Especially when it's like, I would I would feel differently if they had all agreed to meet and talk specifically about the wedding. Mm-hmm. If it was at Charlotte's house or if it was they went to check the gowns with her instead of Anthony, you know, whatever. But it's like, no, they're having breakfast like they always do. This is their ritual. This is where they all talk about things. They all bring things up. So it's like, it's an open, um, the op- it's, it's an, an open, open floor. Forum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So moving on, Miranda's walking by the sandwich shop and there's a guy in a sandwich suit and he says, eat me. And it pisses her off. <laughs> she, she snatches the paper out of his hands and she walks away. She's pissed off. Yeah. I person. This is one of my favorite Miranda scenes, like across the series. I love this too. moment. She, she's so funny and like self-righteous and thinks she's above this guy in the sandwich suit. It's so, but like, she has so many moments like this with men randomly. Like, with, yeah, like, she does. In a, a season one episode, I forget which one she has it with the construction workers when she's going to blockbuster exactly and can i say something without being judged yeah miranda is the george costanza of sex in the 100 fucking percent 100 percent. she's pathetic in like an endearing way. yeah she's pathetic <laughs> in a kind of sexy way yeah it's like there's something kind of like there's just something so weird about her she's she's a sexually weird person yes because you're like She's just You're like a, kind of attracted to her, but you're also like she why is she kind of nerdy and also she's kind of weird. Why is she such like, a bitch? Yeah. Yeah, I 100% <laughs> agree. I think that's like a perfect assessment. Um Who's, okay, so then we Oh, go ahead. Is Samantha Elaine? No, because is Charlotte Elaine? Elaine is Elaine is like a girl boss fail. <laughs> Carrie's Jerry. I think Carrie's Jerry. I think Samantha is Kramer? Okay. So what would that make? So who's left? Charlotte. Charlotte is Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. That actually checks out. That checks out. That works for me. Yeah. I need to rewatch Seinfeld. Ugh, I love that show. I've never seen it all the way through in like a sitting. Oh, I've only, I have. I've only seen it like uh, watching it as it was on. My family grew up watching it. Yeah. Like when my family moved to the United States... Like immigrated here, that was like the show. My uh, and they watched it. It was my grandpa's all. favorite show. I love it. Was it was always on. I, yeah, I love it. It's I need to watch the whole thing. It's considered the funniest show of all. Time. I believe that. From what I know, yeah. I I find it funny e- even years later. Yeah. I still find some episodes funny and some moments funny, like truly funny. Um. Okay. Moving on, we got our first Anthony Marantino appearance. I... He goes bride shopping with um <sighs> Charlotte. He's I love so Anthony. sexy. I love Anthony. I love an angry New York Italian. Yes. I, his personality rubs me the right way. He's yelling at the lady. He's like telling her what she's doing. She's like, hates it. Move on. You're he... dragging. And you know what? We see this in the episode. He is exactly who you want in this scenario. Period. Miranda was, I mean, Samantha was so right for recommending um, Charlotte. You to, need someone like an Anthony, especially yeah. when you're working in these like really upper class expensive scenarios where they will jerk you. Yeah. If they sh- you can't get jerked around. He's the person that you would want to like go car shopping. Yes. Or if they smell fear, they'll take advantage of it. And Charlotte yeah. has fear. So you, yeah. and they, in the voiceover, you even hear 
It's like Anthony was the overbearing Italian mother Charlotte always wanted. Yeah. And it's true. It's just, I love him. I love where... I love him. I love that this is how his character is introduced. Me too. Um, And I love that he becomes even closer with Charlotte as the series goes on. Because he could have easily been a one episode, one or two episode random insert. I'm glad he wasn't though. Me too. She, She needs a friend outside of the group that is like, kind of harsh. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we cut over to Samantha at the appointment, at the doctor's appointment, and the doctor's asking her all kinds of questions, and Samantha's answer to everything is yes. She's like, have you done this? Yes. Have you tried that? Yes. Have you used this condom? Yes. Have you used this? Yes. Um, Sometimes it is so, it feels so embarrassing. Yeah. Getting the questions, and they're like, have you done this? Have you done this? And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like... (laughs) Especially people who work in those types of clinics and in doctor's offices. Like, they're not judging you. No, they're not. But they need to know all of that yeah. information in order to take care of you. But, like, but it and feels make sure that they're like being they're thorough, judging you. It, you would assume that they would because you just assume that they would. When you're answering those kinds of questions, you assume anybody who's hearing the answers is judging you. There's a, the place I go is literally two blocks from my house. Uh-huh. And I there's the one nurse there. And I'm obsessed with her. She's this, like, hippy-dippy old lady. <laughs> and she is the sweetest. She's just like, she's so no nonsense. She's so like cool. She feels like if Phoebe Buffay was an RN. Oh my God. I was going to say, is she like um, Frankie from Grace and Frankie? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very that. And she's just like the sweetest. She makes you feel so good. And oh, like that. is has been doing this for decades. And like, honestly, support your local sexual health clinics. They are doing... Shout out to all the nurses out there. Truly, they are doing the Lord's work. They are so underserved, so underpaid, and they are they are trying so hard. We love y'all. Yeah, but I love this scene. It's it, This is how it is. This is what it feels like. This is a good new... This is a really good scene. And Samantha looks um, great. Samantha looks amazing, as per usual. No surprise there. Um... Then we cut over to Carrie and Aiden, and Carrie's, like, fucked in the head. Yeah, this scene in is this really scene. sad. How- how could she not like the sound of her boyfriend moaning? She literally tells him to stop. She's like, stop making that noise. And he's literally like, what noise? And she's like, mm, mm, stop, stop making that noise. Like, it's just, I understand there's something bigger going on internally with her. But like, God, just be nice to him. It's almost like she's frustrated by how nice and loving he is because she feels like she doesn't deserve it. She knows she doesn't deserve it. And so she finds herself getting annoyed with it. And also, I think part of it is, like, she doesn't want him to make that noise because it turns her on, and she only wants to be turned on by Big at that moment. Yeah, and she's also just, like, the whole time thinking about Big. Yeah. Even if, like, ugh, it's so fucked up. It's very fucked up. And then he even, like, he gets up and he starts to, like, move away from her, and he's like, I'm going to give you space. And she, like, freaks out and is like, no, like, love me take me back i'm sorry uh forgive me please don't be mad at me and it's like she's such an annoying bitch in this moment like it's her fault that he's doing this yeah it's her fault that he feels this way and then he gets up to leave and she's like no i take it back i didn't mean it and it's like bitch what do you you want yeah like you you, she's annoying me she annoys me so bad me too and it's just like poor aiden is caught yeah poor aiden he doesn't deserve this and he looks There's so, he hotter. also looks so sexy. His hair looks they both so look good. Very yeah, hot. they both look oh so Oh my God. Hot. What's going on in this episode? Everybody looks fucking hot. Except Big. Period. He's basic as hell. He looks like shit even in the first scene. Yeah, I agree. But I like, I just would never let Aiden out of my house. Carrie, there's nothing hotter than Carrie in a loose white tank top. Ugh. And a baggy pair of men's underwear. I, I will like would devour her uh, if that yeah, was my girlfriend. yeah. Okay, so moving on to Miranda. Miranda is such an uptight bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it is not that big of a deal, Mama. He's saying, eat me. She's acting like he said, like, sit on my face right now behind the alleyway. And, like, he he did not say, he said, eat me. And he's in a sandwich. If anything, he's just doing his job unenthusiastically. And she's freaking out. So, but then she's kind of attracted to him. And it's so George Costanza. It's just like the weirdest shit. Like 
she calls Carrie on the phone right after, and she's like, I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into him. And <laughs> Carrie's like, Are you telling me that you're attracted to a sandwich? And she's like, I think so, but I don't think I can have sex with a sandwich, can I? <laughs> when she says, Oh, you're so brave inside your sandwich. Oh, one of my favorite my lines in the whole series. Yeah, she's like, Take your, she's like, Take, let me see your face. Oh. And she thinks he's kind of cute, but she decides not to go forward because she's like. I mean, what could they have in common? She was a lawyer and he was a sandwich. (laughs) It's so, like, there's so many moments like that. Yeah, there are. In this episode. There are. Like, like Um, that, Samantha saying, I'm counting. Just so many funny moments. Um, uh, The Japanese businessman thinks I'm a hooker. Uh, She looks like a hooker. This scene of her uh, waiting for him in that lobby, um... Wearing those um, sunglasses made me and my entire family buy gold Ray-Ban aviator sunglasses. That's that I still have. So chic. I still have my. She pants. looks so. She looks so good. fucking hot. Carrie it's in like a sickening. tight mini dress. Carrie in any kind of tight garment, tight dress, wearing hair down, sunglasses, oh. and big earrings. Those big gold earrings. I just oh. can't get over her. She looks hot. I mean, she always does, but she looks really hot here. It's just, she just looks perfect. This is like, this is what people think when they think Carrie Bradshaw. This is what people think when they think of like 90s it girl. Yeah. Just like tousled hair. She had the wardrobe. She had the undone effortless like oomph. She just has something. She's it. She has, she's literally yeah, it. She, There's just just something she. Is. she it's, you can't buy this. You can't buy this. Moving on, they go outside. She's like, "I'm leaving. I can't." And he's he runs after her. And when she gets out there, she bumps into Charlotte, and Ugh. she's like, "Carrie, what are you doing in this neighborhood?" And then Carrie looks up, and Big walks out at that very oh moment, and Char- that's when Charlotte realizes. <laughs> And she's like, oh, um, I just dropped my dress off at the ta- at the tailor's and um, I'm going home now. Bye. And she leaves. And Carrie's like, Charlotte. And she tries to run after her, but like Charlotte's too quick. So she gets pissed off at Big and shoots him an angry look as if it's his fault that yeah. they're cheating. Like, it's both of y'all's stupid ass faults, Carrie. Like, anyway. It's just so, it's, Charlotte's the only one who acts appropriately. I agree. I love the scene. I love the scene of Charlotte and Carrie. Yeah, the next, the very next scene is um, Charlotte talking to Carrie about why it was fucked up that that happened. And like, and like, Carrie knows she's right. It's like, okay, wait, that wasn't the very next moment, right? Or is it? Maybe. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it's the very next moment. Okay, so Charlotte is very right about the fact that like. There is another person to consider. And there's multiple extra people to consider. And she hasn't been doing that. And it's really toxic. And also trying to snap her out of it by being like, what would you do if somebody did this to you or if somebody did this to me? Yeah. Um, And I think that kind of helps Carrie understand a little bit better, but not all the way. No. Like she, obviously, she still doesn't stop because the scene right after that. Well, we see Samantha and the guy in the sex swing. So we're happy for her. Yeah. I, personally, I would be scared of ripping that tiny anchor out of the ceiling. Understandably. It just, it's just literally not even on a beam. It doesn't seem to be on a like stud or anything like that. It's just like literally inserted into the ceiling. I've Did never guys... been in one that was just in the ceiling. Like it needs to be attached to like a beam. I like... the, My only experience is ones that are have like their own four posts, kind of like a bed thing. Oh, kind of like a hammock. Yeah, so they're like their own freestanding structure. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's more seems more safe than. And this. I think that's how they're sold more so these days because like they're easier to take down, like move or move and all that stuff. And also, like if you fall out of one of these, like they did, you could like break your tail. Yeah, you could get you could really hurt yourself. Um, speaking of safe sex, like Samantha, now that now that you're doing one part of the safe sex, how about you do the other part of the safe sex? No, that's the thrill. Oh my god! I also like um, yeah. I love the scene of Charlotte. No, I, just to be clear, I'm in support of sex swings, but I'm saying it, <laughs> the manner the manner in which this one is yeah. Get the right y- yeah, hot, yeah. Get Task Rabbit. Have someone install your sex swing appropriately. Please, yes, okay. Use anchors and all that, and then go to town. It's a blast. 
All right, so then we come up upon Carrie's lowest moment in the history of sex. It, it really is. This is the lowest of the low. This is the most disgusting, despicable thing that she has ever done and ever will do. Uh. So she's in bed with Big again, and he's out of bed. He's putting his tie on, getting ready for work. She's at their apartment. Why is she meandering? She is literally eating the food out of their goddamn fucking fridge. Okay, like, look. That is the lowest of the low. You're eating their food out of their married ass fridge. The groceries they bought together and wrote the... It's not even their groceries. It's more disrespectful. It's their leftover Chinese. Yeah, that is hurtful. It's just that like I if I, okay, in the begin like this scene when they're like she's like we have to stop da 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 and he goes she's such a pig she's, she's a, pig. a pig she's a piece of shit in this episode and he's like fine I'll call her right now and she stops him and it's just like she, first of all she goes she goes the other guy has a name and it's Aiden oh really so now you fucking care about him how about ten minutes ago when you were literally sucking this guy's dick and cheating on him it's just like she pretends I think the most infuriating thing about this whole episode is that to absolve herself of the guilt she feels she's pretending like she actually cares how this is gonna affect Aiden and Natasha when and not only that but she pretends that Big is somehow worse than she is when they're both cheating they're both cheating, they're both cheating and but Big is the one like more ready to be fault. honest yeah. Weirdly enough, Big is more ready to be like, fine, let's just fucking do it. He says it a couple times. He's like, I don't care who, who fucking sees us. And then in this one, he's like, give me the fucking He phone doesn't have shame now. about this. No shame. He's ready to end it all. Because he also, he's in, a, he's in a relationship that's not fulfilling. The thing about Carrie is her and Aiden are happy. Or hap, we're, we're happy together. And also, he's so good to her. He's so good to her. He, he only wants the best for her. And it's just like, another thing. If I was literally in my ex-boyfriend's apartment that I just had sex with and, like, he's married, I would be out before the condom was off. Like, get the fuck out of there. Why are you hanging why out are there? You sit- why are you hang? You should leave with him. Yeah, I don't even... I can't even imagine being comfortable no. in that apartment. Comfortable enough to stay She's comfortable around, enough to walk around in her bra. Take a shower, eat their leftovers... Oh my god! And the panic when Nata- when the ta- Natasha opens the door. <laughs> oh my god! I can feel myself sweating. I was right sweating. Now. It's so. It feels like a horror movie. I can't watch. I that scene is so hard to watch. I literally cringe and like scream. I like, like the only way I can fingers. watch is to scream through it. Yeah, I can scream through it. I literally was like, <gasps> like I couldn't it's believe it. It's the worst. It's so hard to watch. It's so upsetting. I feel so um, bad for Natasha. Me too, but before we talk about Natasha in that moment, we do need to say one more little note that I have is this question that he asks her that is just, like, so narcissistic. It's, like, the ultimate narcissist question. He says that he wants to call Natasha, right? Yeah. And she puts the phone in front of him, and she's like, okay, do it. Like, calling his bluff. And he goes, if I make that call, are you going to be there for me? And when he said that, I literally saw red. I literally felt flames on the side of my face. Flames. I was like, flames. He, flames. Flames. I literally wanted to strangle him. Because, like, that question, you know he's only asking that question because he wants her to make the hard choice. Yes. Being like, yeah. He's, he, he has no shame, but he needs her to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. He's not willing to do it. And that's what I was trying to say before. Yeah. Like he wants he wants her to be 100% there for him. But he doesn't want to have to do the same thing for her. 100%. He's so disgusting. Oh, Carrie, what the fuck are I you thinking, bitch? I just don't get bitch? it. I don't get it. I don't understand, I don't which, get I don't her. understand I don't her, get her game the, plan. Me either. And she's eating the food out of their fridge. Like, I just can't watch. Fucking if disgusting. I, if this was me. If I was Natasha. Think, no, if I was Carrie. I would have jumped out of the fucking goddamn window. I would, yeah. At the minute I heard that door open, I literally would have jumped out the window. Bitch, if I was Natasha. <gasps> there would be a knife in my hand. I'll start with that. I would not be the one going to the hospital. I would be going Let to jail. Let that be the fuck known. I would I would not be going to the hospital. I'd be how did, like, that's the thing. Natasha, she was raised, right? Because how the fuck was she, did she not have fistfuls of Carrie's hair? She was right she was on her heels. To. She wait, was right wait. on her heels. She was trying Bitch. to. She was trying Grab to. Grab her. She was trying to. Fuck she her fucking up. busted her face. She busted her face. Beat right her down ass. 
Carrie is so insane for the scene for that moment where she tries to meet up with Natasha again and apologize to her. Oh, like, that's one of my favorite scenes. I love that episode. At the same time, I hate it though because Carrie is so obsessed with getting that that um for like that. She she wants to Carrie be absolved has- of her mistake. She does it in this episode, too, with Aiden. Yeah. Aiden tries to leave, and she immediately is like, don't be mad at me. Forgive me. Like, don't hold this against me. And she can't let him be mad at her for even a second. It's the most anno- one of the most annoying things about Carrie is how she needs everyone to forgive her right away. She She's, that's her biggest character her. trait. I think so. Also, in the scene where Natasha and Carrie have lunch, do you know what Carrie's wearing? She's wearing the Galliano newspaper dress. Yes, she fucking is, bitch. I love that dress. And like, oh... One of the most iconic. Uh, if I saw my ex-husband's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, wearing that dress after we had broken up, I would hate her even more. I would literally be I would like, kill I want to kill her. Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I would fucking kill her. We hate her. I, we hate her so I like, I The thing is, is I love Carrie so much. I do. But she is the fucking villain in her own She's story. She's hateable. She's hateable in this in this episode in particular. I don't agree with people. I don't agree with people who say that she is always the villain though or that no. she's always the problem. Like I think I think Carrie has redeeming qualities. I see a lot of like her and me and I understand same. some of the shit she does and like for that reason I don't think she's always the villain, but I think at the same time like there's no such thing as a perfect character. Yeah, like, and there shouldn't be. Yeah, they're boring personally. Like, if you hate a character because they make mistakes, then you like boring TV. That's just a fact. Oh, I just love Carrie. I love She's such a monster. She's such a monster. And she, Natasha, I see you. Wait, stop. I'm talking to you. And then, boom, she crashes her face into the ground and she comes looking up all bloody. And Carrie's like, oh my God. And they all run outstairs to get a taxi and go to the hospital. So Carrie's waiting for Big at the fucking hospital, right? And he shows up. And it's like, this is the worst thing that has ever happened on the TV show, I think. Like, this is, this is this is like earth-shattering. Like, watching this makes your stomach drop. It, you feel like you're right there with Carrie. So, Tony and I were watching this scene, and Tony's never seen this episode. <gasps> what? Tony's ever only ever seen the first season. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're going back and forth. And when Carrie says, we're so over, we need a new word for over. over. I turned to Tony and I was like, that's like the most iconic line in the whole show. Yeah. It's legendary. It's legendary. Like people have that tattooed on their bodies. I'm pretty sure. I literally said to Tony, this is what people get tattooed. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Verbatim. I said, this is what people get tattooed (laughs) when they like for a second. Like it's, I I literally think they would. I think they would either that or the post-it. I I, wait, bitch. And then I literally was like, I, this is the sex in the city tattoo I want to get. And I showed a picture of the (laughs) post-it. Oh my God. I know you so well. We should get matching post-it tattoos. I hate the post-it and I hate burger. I would never get that tattoo. But it's so fucking iconic. I would get like a Samantha quote probably or like a Carrie quote. Yeah. I I want to get the post-it. I, I want to get it little somewhere. I think you should. It's so sure. funny. But yeah, that's it's how so I was funny. describing it. Um, Great. One of the most amazing episodes of TV of all Ever. Time. It's so good. Ever and then when Carrie leaves the hospital. Carrie leaves the hospital. She goes, we're so over. We need a new word for over. This was her wake up call. Yeah. Like. How she doesn't immediately tell Ada when she sees him, I don't know. How could she just lie like she that? She waits. She waits until Good right God. before the marriage, the Charlotte's wedding. She goes home to Aiden. She's just like, I spent the day at the museum and I'm going to go wash Lying my face. Lying through her and teeth. How could she lie like that? I don't understand people who are that good at lying. Oh. Like, do you have a soul? It's just heartbreaking. I feel so bad for Aiden. I feel so bad for Aiden. I don't understand how people don't like Aiden. I don't, if there's people out there who don't like Aiden, I don't want to hear from you. I yeah. don't want to know you. I have no interest in getting to know you. Please do not reach out. Yeah, this is not a safe space for you if you don't like Aiden. Straight up. Big people, like, just fucking block our podcast. You're not allowed to listen to our podcast. I love Aiden. I feel so bad for Aiden. He's just, like, he gets no respect. How could anybody in their right mind or wrong mind like Carrie and Big after watching this episode? How? How? I don't know. They're just so disgusting despicable how could you like them as a couple after watching this 
I don't get it. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it blows my mind. I can't. It blows my fucking mind. I just, time. they're not, there's, I, but it's also like, you know what? They're meant for each other because they're so toxic. Yeah. No, uh, I want better for her. I do too, but she doesn't. She belongs with Aiden. She does, but she doesn't believe that. I think Carrie has, I think we talk a lot about how Miranda has really low self-esteem. I think Carrie, Carrie has, Carrie has scraping the bottom of the barrel in, in a way that is like. Miranda can sometimes be combative and self-pitying because of her low self-esteem. Carrie is self-destructive. Yeah. She doesn't believe that she deserves good because she's not good. Or, like, you know what I mean? So, of course she's going to want to be with Big because Big is also an asshole. And will never give her the real respect she deserves. Right. All right. Well, that that concludes this episode. Oh, so um, good. <laughs> so good. I'm so glad I chose it. Me too. Next week, we're talking about one of yours. So what episode are we watching next so week? So we just talked about it a little bit. We're going to be talking about season three, episode 17. Oh my God. Another season three episode. And it's the episode where Natasha and Carrie have lunch. <gasps> oh my God. That's your favorite episode of all time? Yes. Oh my god, I'm shocked. Okay, I, I can't wait I to watch think it. it's just we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it. I'm I so excited. I was so originally I was going back and forth between this and another one. And like I love the original one I was thinking of doing, but it's just I think this episode that we're gonna be talking this about next better. week perfectly exemplifies Carrie. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch I'm it. I'm excited to talk about these two back-to-back. It's like one of the first times we're going to be like kind of ending a narrative in the podcast. I, and you know what? I have another season three episode. I do too. <laughs> and you do too. I, yeah, I think I'm the only one who has something from season six. Yeah, I don't have anything from season six. I have two from season three, one from season two, and one from season four. I have two from and three, one from, one from two, one from six, one from four. Season, honestly, season three is my favorite episode. It's my favorite season. I I think it is. It's mine too. I think it's mine yeah. too. It just has everything. But yeah. It has everything. Please watch All next right. week's episode. This is a show where you have to watch the episode. Yeah, guys, we're not fooling around this season. We really want you all to watch it's it. It's so much more fun. Can, yeah, please watch it. Um. Yeah. Follow us on socials. Follow us all on that socials. Fun. We're acting a fool. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, follow and subscribe, like and subscribe, let us know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my God, he's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died.